0: Continuing our dialogues on a variety of subjects. Today, we're going to take a little different angle different subject That is about time and the wastage of time I put that in the newsletter, but I think somehow the the header didn't change for some reason So I, I don't know what happened there. I have to go back and look at that. But anyway, that's the subject. The subject is time I'll make a few starting comments about it just to get the ball rolling and then we want to open it up for the whole group to really Hold on to this extremely significant uh, truth. So, first of all, the word time, what does that mean for us? So, I would like to present to you that there are two times. One is the calendar time, the earth revolving around the sun, the sun revolving around the you know the whole Milky Way galaxy that is the calendar time the 24 hour cycle that you know we, we are part of so if you're making notes please write this down you are certainly please welcome to write notes down and make comments now that's one realm of time the other realm of time is what is known as mental time or psychological time so this is a this is another this is a different matter, not so much different, there is a connection between the two, but it is very much uh, what we are interested in talking about. That is the psychological time, right? So for example, I'm talking to you right now. You are listening to what Sachin is saying right now. The the concept of the past, whatever we consider to be the past, is a recording, a sequential recording, within the brain, within the mind, within the synapses of the various events that we call memory. And we can recall that as the past. So the, the recall... Of something in the past. For example, if I was to ask you, tell me what you did a week ago or what we did a week ago at this time, we had a dialogue on perspective, for example, or oh, we can remember something about it. So the ability to remember the past and the linkages thereof, of the various experiences we all have, that ability is absolutely necessary for survival. We would not know how to live safely and, and um, constructively in, this, in the world that is existing around us without the background of the past. For example, Sachin is speaking the English language right now. Where is that coming from? It's coming from the storage and the um, learning process that occurred where English language has been learned. No activity as such that we call human activity is even possible without the past. So the point I want to present to all of you, the first point is that the past is not our enemy. The past is not something to be cut out of the mind and just thrown away. That is not something we can do, nor should we even try to do that. This is my opinion. You can have yours certainly. The past is the base upon which we are living in the present. As bad as the past may be, as terrible as it may be, as horrible as it may be, or as fantastic and wonderful and as joyous, as healthy as it may be, as unhealthy as it may be, whatever it is, in its totality, has brought us to the present moment, which is right now, the now. So the now is the reality of life. Few more points, then we'll open it up in just a moment here. The ability, or even the remembering of anything from the from the past, happens in the present. So psychological time is this past, present future that our mind seems to revolve around. And we experience it all the time. Sachin will sit around, has a few minutes free or an hour free, and all of a sudden the mind is, you know, bringing up old stuff from God knows where. And then it's just churning. Or is worrying about something or planning something. So the Past and the future are where we generally live. We do not really know, or let's put it this way, we have not mastered as self-mastery, Dr. Chetna's idea for Angel Wing, the mastery of living artfully and freely in the present. That is. That is the subject we want to explore together. So these are some comments initially. This is a meditative dialogue, which means we are listening very carefully, attentively. You've heard some of my comments right now. My request to you, with a great deal of respect for all of you. What was happening in your mind as you were listening to this? What is what is happening now? Take a look. Take a look and see what's, what's going on right now and try to see if you are able to express it. Because the subject of time is not just a subject, it's the reality. We live in this reality. So we'd love to hear from all of you. Many people say that we get caught in the past. How not to be caught? That's another way to look at the question. Who would like to begin? Before I call on somebody, Miss <laughs> Debbie, Miss Irene, the dynamic duo. There we go. Okay. Okay. How about we start with Miss Irene? Good evening to you. Yes.
1: Good evening. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Everyone. Happy
0: Sunday. Yes. Thank you.
1: Um, I, from my own experience, I'm working really, really hard at staying in the present moment because that's where I feel that I have the most peace. So I am trying when the thoughts come flooding in, either about the past or or worrying about something in the near future, to channel that, the thoughts just falling to my heart and stay in the present moment. It is easier said than done some days number one, and number two, I also want to ask you, Sasha. Yes. I, I, I tap into my past, and sometimes it's sad, but mostly it's to, to tap into the experience that I gained or, or the knowledge that I gained, I should say, from the experiences that I've been through. And perhaps I tap into that because I've had a lot of experiences in my 70 years and some have been amazing and some have been more difficult, but I've grown through them. So I, you know, like I feel that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. So if I can tap into the past to tap into that wisdom, I feel that's a good thing to tap into the past because it'll help me in the now and perhaps going into the future. But if I tap into the past with anger or with rage or with um, just disdain for anything that I have felt or maybe said or maybe someone has done or said to me, that is not productive whatsoever. So I think finding the balance of tapping into the past for the good stuff that I've learned that has been really helpful in my journey, I think that's okay. Yes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes. But, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, you know, and having that balance, I guess, and and then anything I can bring from my past uh, that I learned, for example, in my work as a manager from humankind and people working with me that I was able to use in my current work area. I thought that would be, that was helpful. But I don't know if I'm making any sense. Yes, 100%. Tapping the past is always bad. No. It depends what you're tapping into and how you're using what you're tapping into. Yes,
0: yes, yes. yes. So, um, let me just make just a quick statement about this. And then I'll uh, turn it over to to whoever wants to talk next. So when I mentioned that, that, that the past is a cumulative It is an accumulation and it is a cumulative conglomerative force that has brought us to the present. So the present is the cumulative result of the past. Okay, so in that in that sense in that sense, what Miss Irene is saying, the mastery of tapping into the structure of one's memories and grabbing from there whatever we want to make the present much more beautiful and wonderful and glorious and alive and energetic and all. Because we are building the experience in the present. That ability is developed when one moves into a state of self-mastery. So one doesn't get caught in the past, one can masterfully pull what is needed from the past to build the experience in the present moment, which I believe is what you're saying. I just put it in a different language. Thank you. Ms. Debbie, please yeah. go ahead. Yes, that. thank you, Ms. Irene. It's a very, very insightful, very powerful uh, a, a vision. So uh, thank you for sharing that. Uh, Ms. Uh, Debbie, please go ahead. Well,
2: along with what Irene said, um, and what you have said, and the word you've used before, Sachin, is you pick what's beneficial from the past. You don't pick something that's going to mess you up. You have to yeah. pick things that are going to be beneficial.
0: So, so, see, um, so on that point, to ahead. to be able, I just have a question for you. When you use the word beneficial, can you describe for the group from your perspective? How you would distinguish between what is beneficial and what is not? Before you can pick what is beneficial, how would you distinguish the two? Take your time.
2: Something something that gave you some wisdom and strength to live in the present. Not something that... um, you know, tore you apart and made you uh, terribly sad or upset. Um, I, that's all I'm coming so, up with. So, There's there so, a difference. Yes. So some memories, you know, can really play with you and mess you up and make you sad and. Uh, not have wisdom to deal with the future. Yes, So You don't want to hang on to, but if there's other things, maybe you learned something from a particular incident. Maybe it was good or bad, but it can help you choose and have the wisdom to perform today or tomorrow.
0: You know, that's very powerful. I think we should all sit with this last through thing that she's talking about. Uh, Miss uh, 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 Deviji, please go ahead. Please, you have to, you're you muted. Please uh, unmute. Uh,
3: I uh, actually, uh, both Irene and uh, Debbie, they, and uh, whatever you said, based on that, I think we should be able to... I personally, now I do that. I navigate, if something memory comes, I navigate through that so that i don't live in that past and learn from that and let go and like you have this thought emotion memory and desire that core energy not to let, i've learned a lot from that uh, diagram that yeah. you say, the five, it, you right can't,
0: exactly.
3: drain my energy <laughs> yeah right so i consciously make an effort to do that but sometimes you know what happens we we have some uh, bad experience with somebody and then we have an you form an opinion of that person. Yes. So I have consciously, if I have anything going with from, I just let go so that my thinking process of that individual changes, so that I don't have that uh, uh, preconceived notion about many things in life, you know. So I let go so that I don't have to, I start with a new uh, blank uh, slate when I do that, so, so that my, I don't my, let my past, rule my present
0: uh yes yes so this is the same thing in different way that Debbie and Irene both have said you know uh, and thank you for sharing that thank you for sharing that Uh, just a couple of quick very two or three quick comments just to tie this together a little bit and then we'll take it from there see one of the points that Debbie made is that to be able to pull the memories from the past, some experiences from the past that will bring us or that will enhance wisdom and strength. These are her words. See, she used two words there. Can we utilize our past experiences to enhance wisdom? Wow, that is a, that is an extraordinary thing. I mean, I, as I even think about that, I feel some energy in. Something, something amazing is in that. Really, I, I'm not just saying that. There is something quite, ex- quite extraordinary and wonderful, just in, in thinking in that direction. That wait a minute, I, I can look at my past, and you know, look at it in such a way that I want to gain wisdom from the past. Wow, that's a wow. You know, people are looking for those wow experiences. There's one right there. That might be one of the biggest wow experiences in life and that can sustain, you know, so, so, so that speaks volumes. That speaks like massive volumes about the wisdom to be gained from past experiences, as opposed to getting torn apart energetically, thought, emotion, memory, desire, energy, the five things we always talk about that are universal, rather than tearing energy apart by negative memories, worries, regrets, guilt, shame, blame, the vortexes the, the 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 energy vampires, as Dr. Chaitanya has mentioned, all that mess is not wisdom so there's a differentiation right there between what is wisdom versus what is you know in a more strict way of putting it uh, it, it is it is a uh, it, it are, it, it, um, how how should we say these destructive thought loops destructive use of energy. So there's wisdom versus a destructive use of energy by going into past memories. This I hear from all three of you: from Devi, from Miss Irene, and from Miss Debbie. All three have stated this, and it seems to really, in my mind, it resonates beautifully. That this, this is there is great truth in this. Others, Miss Mansfield, anybody else would like to uh, contribute? And you can sit with this. You don't have to necessarily talk. You know, sometimes there are periods of silence in a group like this. And that's uh, perfectly, that's actually very transformative. So anybody wants to speak, you may, any reflections you may have. Try to sit with what has been discussed. what What has been expressed. That's the meditative part.
4: Well, I feel that certainly I'm looking to grow from the past, from my past experiences. And sometimes it's interesting to look at my past. It's, it's like, it's not really me. You know, we've, we've had a long life. So we've, we've gone through a lot of experiences and some of the things in the past, it's just interesting to to look back on them and just take it all in. And it's, it doesn't feel as personal as, it, as I feel like it should because it happened to me, but I, I feel like I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be the me that I am today if I hadn't gone through my life so far. I feel I struggle more with being concerned about the what ifs, which is more in the future for me, and trying to control circumstances so that so that the the what ifs don't don't occur or I don't know sometimes negative thoughts get in or fears come in about the future and I put a lot of energy into coming up with a plan or or trying to decide what can I do to avoid this negative thing or negative circumstances that may, be coming down the line, knowing that I, I have no control, <laughs> but I, I try to, to come up with some kind of protection. So yeah, I struggle with more of the future than I do in the past. I mean, the past is nothing I can change, but certainly it's made me wiser and helped me to learn a lot to get to, to where I am. So I've, I've had a rough
0: past, but it's all good. It's all good. So thank you for sharing that. And again, words filled with a lot of wisdom there. Um, <clears throat> so one of the points that, or what, what she's saying, that there has been difficulties in the past. And she also mentioned about the fact that there can be this what if, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? What if that happens? And then the fear comes. You know. So, can there be a planning for the future? Or what does it mean to plan for the future, using one's rational mind in every way, in such a way that we minimize problems, so there is more peace of mind, with good, good planning. And at the same time, once one has planned for the future thoroughly, as much as possible, without getting obsessive and unnecessary worries about things you cannot control, then isn't it so that all you're left with is doing your duty in the present? What else is there? Is it... it uh, uh, isn't it so that, that unnecessary thought about this could happen or that could happen or that could happen, it's just another vortex created by the mind unnecessarily after one has already thought through and planned adequately?
2: That's true.
0: What, okay, hold on. So, Miss Debbie, I'm going to ask you a question. You just said right from inside that's true. Where did that come from? Why is that true? If you say that's true, why is that... Why did you yeah. say that? Why did you say that? Where did that come from?
2: <laughs> from all the knowledge I've gained from Angel Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just, I've been sitting, thinking, um, thinking and listening. But something Irene said about the presence gives her some peace.
0: Mm. So yeah.
2: that's been resonating with me the, the past moments. So if you plug that into your struggle with the past and the future, um, where does that leave you? (laughs) All right. So you have to use your wisdom to put that all in alignment, I guess.
0: Ah, there's that word alignment very interesting put everything in alignment this is a word even that chetna uses a lot we've, we've talked about it to some extent before alignment right so are are you are you suggesting that we can align adequately with our past align with our with the possibilities of the future in the future that means that would indicate that we are aligned now in the present there's alignment now there is tremendous energy and freedom psychologically hence one is not trapped in the prison of psychological time mm-hmm. isn't it so what do you say miss irene go ahead please
1: well i i i'm a planner i'm a list makers because that's how I feel comfortable and then it helps me to actually um, get things done and I think ahead and I've tried to plan ahead as much as possible and I but the thing is there's things that even as no matter how well you plan I've learned that life happens and things that are way out of my control come in seep in but what I'm learning to do, and it's an everyday conscious effort, is not to fear or worry about anything that could derail what I thought should be, was what I wanted to have happen or see happen. Because if I can't tell what I thought was gonna be my plan, then I have to just rely in a higher power to put me in a better place. And sometimes even better things have happened. Sometimes I plan one Mm -hmm. thing and worked really hard towards it and it didn't come through. And it was the best thing that could have ever happened for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that has happened to anyone else. But, um, so, and I think it's just a matter of reeducating my soul, uh, and my psyche and saying, okay, you, you can plan A, B, C, D for this week. This is your plan to do. And then if it doesn't work out that way, I say, okay, what's coming that's better. And then just be flexible with that. You know, working in the long-term care field, one of the things that I had to do on every provider out there, every nurse, every CNA, we have to be flexible. So I used to tell my team, we gotta be flexible on a Gumby. And not get crazy when things are shifted on us, because they were being, you know, we felt like gerbils in the wheel all the time. And I think pretty much everybody that's a provider of healthcare feels that way too, because it's all not dominated by money, and they keep shifting the rules. It's like you have the set of rules, like this is the football game, this is where the touchdown happens, and next week they change that. So you, we couldn't control that. So you had to learn to shift and to positive and to say, okay, what's coming that's supposedly better? And just go with the flow because if not, what I was doing I was driving myself totally crazy and making myself totally sick. So planning I think is a good thing and pulling from past experiences and wisdom is a good thing for the present and the future but I think what has to happen too is you gotta just you gotta trust that I'm trying to trust that my higher power has something really has anything that happens and the way it happens, there's a, there's a, there's a universal reason for it, and I just have to trust it. And that, and then when I get a negative thought or a negative fear, I just say cancel, cancel, because I don't want anything to do with it. And that word helps me out and has helped me out tremendously. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Cancel, cancel, and move on.
5: Okay.
1: Because half of the stuff we fear or half of the stuff we worry about, if not more than half, never happens. Yes <laughs> it Never happens.
0: Yes, true. you know in in listening to all of this, the what's flashing in my mind in, in, in listening to all of you is the, it's this sense of living in the present with freedom, with, with inner freedom, even though we may not have that much external freedom. We have some amount. But that varies from person to person based on health, based on financial power. You know, if you have more financial power, you can do more in the material world. You can experience more of the material world, that's all. But whatever the power may be externally, I wonder if the internal freedom is possible for everyone irrespective of external uh, external uh, differences. So, for example, if someone is handicapped, they can you know, they know—they have some limitation, whatever, maybe with feet or with hands or whatever it is. But they could be internally free, just as someone who is not handicapped. So that there are limitations externally, and there are po- possibilities externally that we think of in terms of freedom. But I wonder if we mix the two together. And cause the confusion. That internally, every human being, for the most part, unless there's some severe brain damage or some some problem of like that, some of those exceptions aside, every human being has the purview of moving into a state of freedom. When each of these ideas presented by all of you, if if, if when an individual moves into that state. Of being able to live in the present completely without any distortion inside that that is available for everyone That's what it seems like to me. Does not matter who when you are we do
4: our meditations when we do our meditations, that feels like freedom, and that feels like peace at the time and in the present, yes, so that's the place that you look forward to going back to. You you have your medications, and then you go through your day. And during the day, you long to get back to your meditations because it's a peace that you can enjoy.
0: Okay, so so that's beautiful. And thank you for uh, sharing that. And also, Miss Irene and Debbie talked about this word peace also. That once we get, quote, a taste of freedom, freedom peace joy a taste of of its of its genuineness the real thing the real state even a small taste of it and again i'm putting the word taste in quotation it's not a physical taste it's an it's an inner it's an inner opening then it seems to me that we remember that taste and we want to go back to it right we want to go back to some meditations and prayers and spiritual work and self development. All of that is part of going into that state. But then the next part would be to remain in that state throughout, throughout the day, and ultimately throughout the twenty four hour cycle. So so in and I'm just sharing with you what's in my mind. It seems like there's a progression from just a tiny little opening that gives you that sense, oh, I I, I felt, I, I, I'm in that, in that, in that open space where the mind is not cluttered by the past or the future. And once that tiniest little opening occurs, which is experiential, it's one's state, one's experience, there is the possibility of it expanding all the way up into the 24-hour cycle, that the whole 24-hour cycle is, one is free in the 24-hour cycle, not victimized by the mind. And this possibility is available for every human being, irrespective of where they are. Yes, no doubt there are pain, suffering, problems, diseases, all these things are there. That's why we want a healthy body. We want to be as balanced as possible. All of that we want to do. So otherwise, if the body is not healthy, there's pain, suffering, diseases, the mind may not, mind cannot function adequately. But still, even in difficult situations, still there can be inner strength to deal with problems of that type. And, we, and, and Chetna has talked about that also. And we've seen videos, of many, many videos that dare to do motivation, all that kind of stuff, That where you get up from where you are. You don't, as De- Debbie was saying, the wisdom and the strengths. She used two words. Wisdom and, with wisdom and strength, build the present, stay in the present. Whatever is maybe going on, anything might, might be happening. The, it, it, the, the specifics vary for every human being. Whatever may be happening, the real question is can we be free completely from the inside? And what is that freedom in the in in relation in, in the context of psychological time? And the application or the wisdom to you know to deliberately choose to build each day build the present take what is needed from the past as a learning experience as a growing experience and and then there's one more thing i'd like to share the fact is the un- indisputable fact is that between now and at some point quote in the future when you know that time that is remaining in life that's shrinking Every second that's gone, is not going to come back. Other things can come and go in life, but not this. Not time. So the actual time we have in this plane of existence, it is shrinking for everybody. And the other fact is nobody knows how much time that is. And that was the, in, the, in, my, in the flyer today, you know, I put in there, what is the wastage of time? You know, it's possible health might be very good, wealth might be good, career, name, fame, whatever whatever it is. All those things can come and go, but not time. Once this day is gone, once October 17, 2021, 12 a.m., that 24-hour cycle is gone, it's finished, it's done. You can't bring it back. So we talked about this to some extent at some point about the vitality. Of the present, you know, that to visualize that the time is shrinking, somebody might get afraid. Oh, my God. But rather than getting afraid, maybe there's great wisdom there. Tremendous wisdom is probably right in that vision that this time is shrinking. And in the, because the time is shrinking, what is it that is of paramount significance in my life? And at the same time, to be able to live in the world with a family and everything else, a diversity, but never losing sight of what we are trying to realize in life or achieve in life in that limited time. What do you say about this? You know, it seems to me that if all of us were to go into a park or like into a garden and sit beautifully in a circle and we can kind of do it online here in in that sense but if we were to really meditate on this fact that this time is shrinking what are the implications of such a meditation it's not to scare people it's to recognize absolute preciousness of living each day.
2: You have to do the best you can each day.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: And as Irene said, you know, I find that if I plan, try to plan, it works, it helps me out. If I wake up and I have no plan, um i walk in circles exactly exactly i waste time i waste precious lifetime exactly little plan you know i know what i'm gonna do and again as irene said little bumps or changes do happen but having that plan I seem to still be able to deal with the little bumps. It doesn't bother me so much. Well, this came up, so, well, I'll do that tomorrow, but I'll do this now. Or maybe it was a better offer, you know, a better something came up and and the plan worked better, but um, mm. it just helps me. <laughs> I <know. laughs>
0: Irene, you're breaking up, so we cannot hear you properly.
1: I'm sorry. I hope I don't break up right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Yes, go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, I just think for me, planning and having things set out to do, whether. And, and...
0: Yeah, she's, she, she, uh, she's breaking up there. to things that happen. Irene, you might want to log Maybe out and log back in. Let me see. Let me see. Let me send her a message because she's, she's frozen there. So, all right. So, okay. would anybody else like to make some comments? Uh, Irene, c- can you hear us now?
1: You're back? I can hear you now. Yeah, I, I just think it's important for, for me as a human being to, to feel like I have a purpose. And Mm -hmm. and having the plans, whatever they are, helps me to feel purposeful. I don't know if that makes any sense whatsoever.
0: It does. Mm -hmm.
1: It just really, really helps. And whatever the the plan is for the day, whether it brings (laughs) she
0: she's she's she's, yeah her, her 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 signal is uh, breaking there so let me let me just uh do do it this way so all right the fact is that i think what she's talking about is that there should be a there's a purpose a pur- of life filled with purpose that in yeah. the time remaining what is our purpose what is to be accomplished in that time i mean it seems to me and i mean whatever one's religious beliefs may be uh, I don't know, you know, but from observation, at least I haven't seen anybody take anything with them when they when they are gone from this world, or when the body is gone, is cremated or buried. Did they take anything, any material object? I don't think nobody has. Nobody ever will, as far as we can see. Now, what happens after death and all that? Whatever that, maybe that's a different subject. But in the time that is remaining, there is a phenomenal possibility of living the living at one's maximum capacity. There is that possibility now, and that's that's to each his own. Maybe that's career, maybe that's family, maybe that's you know whatever your passion is. Maybe that's building your your health, but whatever it is, but there is the possibility of living a maximum amount. Or, or, or living a life that is, uh, that is at the highest level of, of personal excellence, of self-mastery, of self-development. And everyone's journey is their own, but there is that possibility. The question would be how to open that possibility. And then the second question is for each person, what is that for each person? You know, it, it, it would be different for each person.
4: Being the best me that I can be every day, yeah. whatever that that is in me, you know, giving and sharing and caring, helping, you know, the best me that I can be. Whatever. Uh,
0: okay, so that
4: is that day.
0: I got a question for you, Miss Mansfield. You said the best me that I can be. What if we were to change that just a little? And say, whatever the best me that I can be, I am now. Bring it here. Don't delay it. It's good to project it. to say, Okay, I could be this way. I can be this way. But it seems, it seems in, in my mind, true psychological freedom is to bring that best me right now. Not to delay it for one second even. What do you but say? That's
4: how you live each
0: day. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Right? But, you, but you'll but you notice what our mind does. It fantasizes about the future. I could be this way. I should be this way. I will be this way. Okay. I ought to do this. I ought to have done this from the past. All right. All right. We can start with that. But is it, is it possible using our deliberate power inside... Deliberate, ener- your, uh, deliberate action to pull that and bring it here now. Mm-hmm. Sachin can say, I want to be compassionate towards all. That's the way of mind saying, okay, that's... A, that's affirmations, a, that- sir. Go ahead. Devi, go ahead, please.
3: So affirmations, daily practicing of affirmations, like that will help us being in the present... And saying that I am compassionate, I am peaceful, I am all—all all those things will help in navigating the present.
0: Oh yes, so so those are those are different means. Uh, uh, Debbie, you want to say something? Go ahead. No. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so yes, definitely those are some some like you know, Chaitanya has talked about that Hawaiian prayer and the different uh, affirmations. If we've done all that stuff and continue to do all that. But I'm wondering if we can take it a bit further to how can I say this it's it's the existence of what you're looking for, what you think you your best self is to directly resonate with it and just stay in it so for example, if you are a multi, let's say you have $500 dollars in your bank account. I'll use a financial example because that makes sense to people. But you forgot that, or you think, okay, you'll get it later or something. So we're delaying. But the fact is that it's with you. It's in your home. It's in your bank account. It's your name is there. You just don't know it. But the moment you realize, oh, I have that. It doesn't it's just it's an it's an it's the transformation in the in the present. So, meditation, yes, there are meditation techniques and approaches and all, no doubt. Those are necessary. Nonetheless, I would put it to the group, if we are ready to make such a jump, I don't know, to say whatever you think yourself to be in the future that I will be this way, I will be that way. I should be this way. I want to be the the excellent in this way. I want whatever you want to be. Whatever that ideal Sachin is going to be, ideal Devi, ideal Debbie, ideal Chetna is going to be. Take that and completely bring it in the present. That that's me right now. Sachin.
6: Please. i um I had a busy week and I, I and as I was looking back on it this week, there were moments that I wish I was how I want, wanted it to be and I thought to myself, well, I always try for the future to be that way. Am I disappointed with myself? Yes, but in the present, I try very, very hard, but when I look back on it, um that evening and i said well you know what i could have done but then i stopped myself and i said you know maybe maybe i can do this tomorrow let's start all over again try all over again and be in the present and just try just try again and try my hardest to be in the present but you were talking about time and last night we went to um my husband's mom's and she's alone by herself her husband had passed and everything and she looked at me with tears in her eyes as she was crying and she said i'm 86 years old where did the time go and i thought and i and i talked to her a little bit and then i thought wow this scares me when i'm 86 am i going to be saying this you know Maybe she needs things to do. Maybe she should go meet some groups, um, people, and stuff like that. But you know, I—it's I, just been making me think about it all day. That just that statement. Just yes. That
0: statement. Yes.
6: Where did yes. this time go? There's it n- was a flash. <laughs> she said.
0: And, and and see, even in hearing what you just said right now, there is so much. Wisdom that is already with us. It's not from the outside. The outside is a trigger for what is inside. See, but Lori, you heard your uh, mother-in-law, I guess it, it, it was. You know, she's saying that she's 86 years old and where did the time go? You heard that. And it does something inside. It, it stirs you from inside. Yes. That is, that's that energy piece. Thought, emotion, memory, desire, energy all five are are stirred. You get shaken from inside. Mm -hmm. And that's good. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is my my person. That's a beautiful thing. Yes, we need to be shaken from inside so that we can reconnect with the world outside and our world inside and our life with a completely new vision Where, where, this is my perspective, I'm just sharing with you straight away. Where the time remaining is considered to be the most sacred thing in life. Because once it's gone, it's not going to come back. You you figure out what you want to do in that time and run with it. For, I'll give you an example. when I was doing clinical practice and even with some people now who are so interested like in the study of the Bible right they want to connect with God and all that from a Christian point of view let's say same thing can be true from other religions also well if you really want to do that why not dive into it? Whatever your passion is, if you want to be the most you want to learn piano or you want to learn spirituality or meditation or medical science or 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 you want to you know go to Mount Everest or you or you want to be a be a better father or mother, whatever it is that, that is striking inside your heart, why delay? And what is causing that delay? That's the, that is perhaps one of the most significant questions for humanity. When Dr. Chetan talks about human upliftment, this is one of the biggest questions about why should we delay or what is causing the delay in the implementation of what we are passionate about. Well, oh, I can tell
6: you from me, work and then when I come home, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 so meditation in bed.
0: Alright, but that work that is being done, that is being done to earn a living, that is being done to serve the society. So so even that activity can be viewed with a tremendous sense of inner freedom. Yeah. It can you know, be. Because As, you uh,
6: have something to do. You have something to yes, yes. And, and,
0: and, and we're in the so- future. Yes, different. we're serving the society. We're helping each other because we're all interdependent. So if we have that vision, th- th- then, then there is an intimation for inner freedom irrespective of the job. Whether it is, it is the person who cleans the bathrooms the, at the White House or is the president sitting in the Oval o- Office. Everybody is in service of each other. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so, in my mind, I'm just sharing with you. Please share your from your perspective. In my mind, every human being is really just a is a servant of everybody else. We don't think of it that way. Miss Irene, go ahead, please. Well,
1: it's not so much that we're to me. It's not so much that we're a servant of anyone else, but we're all
0: equal. We
1: all are Yeah. Playing a role that's important. Yeah. And and because I think about it all the time. I'm so grateful for Evergreen, my waste management company, because they do such a great job. I'm so grateful for the guy that cuts our grass. Uh, And and a lot of people may not think those are great jobs or they don't make a lot, but they're so important to me and it's such a part of the fabric of what I need in my life. And I think they think the same way, the people in the grocery store, but I think because I, I hear Lori, and I and I was there. I was pouring so much into my job before that I didn't do any self care, or enough self care. The the self care of just taking a shower and making sure my hair was done right and I was presentable because I was in front of all these people. That wasn't self care. That was self maintenance. Self care is about taking time to. And 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 I don't think it's ever too, learn, too late to learn it. But the self care would have been for me if I had if I had if, if I had stopped long enough to realize that the association wouldn't have fallen apart. They would have figured another way out. There was another way of doing things. Self care for me, and I did do some self care with regard to getting massages because it really helped me with my stress level. Uh, but. I think I should have done more self-care, of taking more time for me and my family and not putting 12 and 14 hours a day in at the office because at the end of the day when it was time to go it was bye-bye. So, and it's not that I resent it that it was just bye-bye, see you later. It it's it's just is it, it is the way it is when I'm gone somebody else will take my role over, but I think doing a little bit more self-care, like if it's getting a massage or getting your nails done or going away with a group of friends from high school or going out to dinner once a week with uh, girlfriends. Um, I think that really helps with the living in the now and enjoying the time we do have, because I think the older, as we get older, we don't mean to, but we do think about how much time do I have left and how do I wanna spend that time?
0: Beautiful. But I think we Beautiful. get we
1: get so ingrained in well, this is my role as a mother, as a wife, as a daughter, as an executive director of blah blah blah, mm-hmm. that we don't we don't take enough time to say well, what does Lori want? What does Irene really want to be doing right now? Uh, does Irene want to be just absconding and being in silence by herself with no one expecting her mm-hmm. to do? dinner or the dishes or whatever so i think we i learned to delegate a bit at work but i didn't delegate as well at home <laughs> but you know i i think it's about not just self it's a little bit more about self-care of your soul i don't know if that makes sense yes. that's what i realized it do, it makes it's not it, too late but right, because i right. plan to go back to work at some point in the future when i can but i'm going to take more self-care of my soul very good does that does
0: that make sense? It, it it makes sense to me completely. And, and I'm glad you uh, also clarified, you know, the way, I mean, I use the word servant sometimes in a different way. It's about serving each other and in serving each other because we are interconnected. We just cannot live in isolation. I mean, good Lord, you know, I went to Wawa to get this coffee, this decaf coffee or whatever it was just before the dialogue, right? How, if, if I was to think how many people are involved in bringing this coffee to me, it could be hundreds of people, maybe more than that. You know, and I just go in there and get it. But, but, but if you see the link, it's true with everything in life. So, w- with that vision of that interlinkage, what what Irene really just just stated right now, it's in 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 my mind it resonates so tremendously that that self care, taking care of yourself, by recognizing the overall interconnection with gratitude in the present moment. Without the entanglements of the past or the future is a liberated life mm-hmm. there you go. I mean, this is in my mind right now i mean I don't know what you what you want to say about it but uh, but but you know if, if we are in a state of gratitude, an attitude of gratitude, as Dr. Chaitna and others have said many, many times, it's not just a temporary attitude, it is a state of sustained gratitude
6: well. When I can, I'll just let everyone know, when I can, I decided that, well, I'm part owner of the business with my brother, but I decided I would take one day a week off for
0: me. There you go.
6: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, so that's what I've been doing, and that's self-care for me. I need it. Yeah. Beautiful,
0: beautiful. So, so let's do this. We are at 8.03 p.m so let's have a go around with everyone and then i'm going to turn it over to dr Jetna krupalu for her reflections comments and guidance for all of us uh from her perspective uh so that we can listen to you know because she had an opportunity to hear everything that we had to say and and so we're eager to hear what she has to say before we do that i'm just just do a quick go around and before i do that there's actually a comment in chat uh, i just want to just touch upon that just for a moment miss miss mary has uh made a statement there if time is a continuum as in a fourth dimension, then everything that has happened in the past is uh, is out there. Uh, let's see, uh, tough to think of that is, uh, in that way for me. So whatever has happened, it's still there somewhere in the cosmos or in the cosmic record or something like that. Yes, possibly, that is pro- probably the case. Whatever it might be, Whatever it might be, these are my thoughts, and you can, anybody can, when we go around, you can address this if you want to. Whatever it may may be, whatever the recording may be, it is a metaphysical phenomena. And so that's what she's referring to is about this, something called Akashic Records, and the, the universe keeping a record of everything that we have done. Whatever that is, this is a highly mystical phenomena and uh in, and it's kind of outside the purview of what we're discussing here it 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 goes into the, it actually goes into the connection between psychological time and connection- and calendar time, and beyond that, but you know for me to talk about it from what I know, about, it, I would need three four hours with you guys to to open that subject and with all the kinds of references and all this we will leave it alone in brief in brief I'll just make only one statement about it that what we do now has impact for the whole universe. It's called the butterfly effect. And if that's true, if we really can see that, that is radical personal responsibility. So I'll just leave it at that. Okay, uh, let's do a quick go around. Ms. Devi. Okay, so let's start with you. Yeah, I
3: feel past is past. We learn from the past. Future is free will. We have to live in the present.
0: Okay, very nice. Thank you.
3: We have to learn to live
0: in the present. Very nice. Thank you, thank you very much for those comments. Miss Debbie. Uh,
2: I'll just reiterate something that was said before. Um, Living each day to the fullest and being the best that you can be, moment to moment.
0: Okay, beautiful. Thank you very much. Miss Mansfield, anything you'd like to say?
4: I don't know if I need to add anything. Okay. I've gotten so much from the dialogue that we've done. Irene has just been a, a, a wealth of, of advice and information and ideas. It's been a real pleasure to gather stuff from her to, this evening. And I understand what I need to do, and I try and live every day to the fullest, and I, I give it my best shot to realize that tomorrow is not promised, so let's give it, give it everything today.
0: All right. Beautiful. P- very, very, very powerful. Miss Laurie.
6: Thank you, everyone. This was, uh, was a great um, meeting tonight. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you very much.
0: Miss Irene. You're okay. She, okay. She, all right. Miss Mary. Thank
1: everyone and love everybody and love yourselves more. We
0: don't do that. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you. you, Miss Mary uh, Thoreau. If I'm saying her name right, or Marianne. Uh, who would like to unmute? I don't know anyone. Alexandra. Uh, yeah. Marianne. Um,
5: Alexandra. Um, um, <laughs> I love. I love all everyone. I. I. I like. Just listen like I like I told you, but what I think is also how what our ambition, but I mean in a positive way. And sometimes when you have you are artists, you have many many friends as you are artists. And this is a hard work and it's not only you always depend on some other people's opinion and it's all kinds of frustrations. <laughs> but I love each of you. Okay. I like it and I, I
0: appreciate Thank you very much for listening so beautifully and carefully. That's a, a big blessing for all of us. And thank you for your comments right now. Miss, uh, who was it that we missed here? Mary, I guess she signed off. I guess she, maybe she had to go. Uh, okay, so Mia, if you want to say anything, I don't know. And there's a Mary Ann. I don't see her fo- oh, Is it? I don't know how to pronounce your last name. If you want to say anything, I don't know. And then we have our unknown icon also. That's the that's the real enlightened person, whoever that is, you know. So, a <laughs> listen, listen, true listener. Okay, all right. So, uh, if there's uh, Miss Marianne, do you want to say anything? I I don't know. Okay, all right. If not, then I'm gonna turn it over to Dr. Chetna. We will, and then she can go until about eight thirty or so, uh, uh, if she would like. And, um, and I'm just gonna mute myself and turn my video because there's something i got to take care of real quick as we listen to Dr. Chetna. I'll be back in just a couple of minutes. All right, so uh, uh, Chetna, it is your show. We'd love to hear what you have to say.
5: All right, that's a great conversation. Thank you so much for each and every one of you coming on today and sharing all your wonderful, wonderful views with us. Um, just a few things I'm going to just share, up um, whatever I have to share. And... What I have seen is um, we have, as looking at time, we have chronological time, which is sunrise and you know the hours and everything. But it's a little different from psychological time. I think we brought that up. So the psychological mind or time is what is a problem, not the chronological time. Which means that if you because chronological time is you're living the present every moment, like right? every hour, every minute, everything. But in um, what happens with psychological time, if you really look at it, um, there is only present. Even if you take time in general, we all know that there is no past or future. Past is a memory, future is your imagination. So really, if you look at it, there's only present. Everything happens in the present. So the only way to live is moment to moment. Um, and the mind takes you from you know it's like a flow from the past to the future present and future unfortunately never stays in the present it only moves from you know past to the future and that's why um, we have all these dilemmas and confusion and conflict and all these things happen in our mind and we waste time if we live in our present moment every moment every minute every hour every day we would be our best versions because um then you're in alignment, as you know somebody said that means we are our we are living the best part of ourselves um every you know in the in the now and only go, only you you will be living your purpose you will be living a life purpose life purpose doesn 't have to necessarily mean and and what i 've seen. It doesn't mean you shouldn't have plans to do what you want to do if you have a company, how you want, to, want it to go, or how do you want your life to be planned, not that. I'm saying more in terms of, it doesn't have to be in the future. You have to live it now, your, your life purposefully every single day. That means you're living the best version of yourself, which we talk about, right? That means you're not allowing your past to come in, you know, haunt you, or you're not worried with, with what ifs in the future. Um, everything is happening in the now. Like I'm, you know, I, you know, I mean, said that you are um, feeling so good when you're in the present, when you're meditating. What happens in that? You're fully immersed in the now. You're fully immersed in the present moment. That means you're free. Your mind is not involved. Mind is not a bad thing. You do need your mind to plan and create and you know all of that. But I think we we give it. The problem is we do not use that mind and allow the mind to use us. And that is where the conflict or the confusion comes. So, And then the other thing which I have found that for us to live life purposefully every minute is uh, even if it's work, even whatever it is, um, I think we can be completely immersed in that also. Because I've seen that for myself, even when you're working, if you're constantly thinking of what you have to do next, that's stress doesn't mean you don't have any other kind of stress. I'm sure there's a lot of other kinds of stress too. But what I have seen is, if I'm living moment to moment, like uh, when I saw patients, um, of course there's so many things coming at you, but I decided when I was in a patient's room, I'm fully going to be with that person and make the best of it. And it's a mutual, it's like a contract, like I benefit, you benefit, so the energy actually goes up in the the room. It's not depleted, Mm -hmm. like I'm not giving it, or she's, the other person's not, You're not taking somebody's energy. It's just a mutual sharing or a transmission which enhances it. And then you go to the next and next and next. And when by the end of the day, I used to be energized for most part. And not always, you know, from when I recognized it. So that is living purposefully also. So ideally, of course, we don't want to separate work from... Play, You know, of course you want different dimensions. You want to experience life. You know, it doesn't only have to be work and all of that. But if we could incorporate and take away this, you know, kind of even go inwards and see what is it in my work which is making me stress out, right? What is the parts of it? It's not everything. Obviously, everybody, we like our jobs, um, uh, you know, to a lot of extent. We don't like everything about the job, obviously. And so that's the part which which you have to see what can i make changes in so i don't feel that way at work right so because that's when you are living your life purposefully in the present moment so the more you do, go in and go with the flow and with the flow you always know that you don't have stress it's only when you build walls or you build resistance you know you build roadblocks Is when you feel that stress going up and then you feel you need time off for yourself i'm not saying doing self-care is wrong like you know massages and doing nails and all of that that could be one dimension of your life but work doesn't have to be a bad dimension or something which you don't look forward to you know so if if you don't like your job at all then i'm i probably not the best place to be in because again, it's your life you're talking about. I understand the bills and financial part and everything, but believe me, again, you're going into what ifs, right? And somebody's living a life saying that if I quit this job and I have umpteen number of people have um, adv not advice, meaning kind of talked with and everything. And I always told them that you're just making the waters so high that you are paralyzed in the present. And you know, every moment is paralysis. So you're not you're not living a good life and you can actually get sick you know that you can get illnesses right but and sometimes when people have quit their jobs which is high stress and they don't like anything about their jobs they have actually felt free they said that i haven't found a job i am um i don't i mean i'm managing kind of barely managing managing with my bills and all but i feel i have a sense of freedom what's that worth and believe it or not when you have that sense of freedom You're gonna utilize it to manifest whatever you want in your life. So that is the life purposefully for me is every minute you want to live. Yes, because who knows about tomorrow? We don't know anything but the next minute. Forget about the next day. Half the people who sleep at night don't wake up in the morning. And we assume that we are gonna be alive for the next five years, 10 years. Most probably you will. But why not live the life now so you don't have any regrets? about what you didn't do in the future. So I think that's the psychological time we want to deal with and keep in our mind. And that's where we want to be in the present. We want to be in the present, bring it back to the present, but it is it's with, with affirmations. But each of you are perfect the way you are and in the moment, exactly the way you should be. And if we can even kind of resonate with it every minute, that's such a beautiful place to be. Who cares about what's happening outside? If I think I'm perfect and I'm in the perfect spot, I'm doing great, that's all that is. That's, that's actually the life purpose. We are born, and this is my um, experience or, I mean, um, I mean, this is my opinion, however you wanna take it in my perspective, that I feel like we all come into this earth, it's a playground or a school, whatever you call it, just to go inwards and find out how much more we are capable of. And that is the biggest life purpose. Everything else is in, in the works helping other people, all that even, when you're helping other people, we're finding ourselves in them. And we're finding more about us. We resonate more with love. We we become more expansive. Everything is happening for us, and that is all it is. Even all those things which we think outside of us, it's actually making me feel better. If I'm thinking about being nurturing to my son, meaning my daughter, my brother's sister, what am I actually doing? I'm feeling good inside, I'm feeling expansive, I'm feeling wonderful inside. So ultimately, we may have these, I wouldn't say excuses, the reason that it's for this person, but ultimately it's for me. I wouldn't do it. That could be the best thing for them. If it doesn't make me happy, I'm not gonna do it. So I think it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad mm-hmm. thing at all. There's no good, bad, obviously. But the fact is, everything is for us. How we become more expansive, how we evolve out our shells in our mind, how we, Transcend our limitations in our mind. So, all the limitations is the psychological time. It is not time itself. We created time. So, think about animals. They don't think about the past, the future. They live their best life because they're in the moment, every moment. So, if there was a time for everybody, it should be for everybody on the planet. But human beings created time. I mean, I'm talking more of psychological time, obviously. There is time, like I said, you know, the sunrises and then every whatever till the sunset and then becomes night and then again you have daytime all those things are again part of the planet and everything but i'm talking more in terms of how we get stuck in the psychological time and we don't allow ourselves to be free and live our full lives and i think that that's what I was coming at so it's not difficult to practice it's just have to be cognizant of it again we come back to awareness everything awareness of where your mind is where your thoughts are going it doesn't serve you then drop it if they take deep breaths it goes away come back to the present moment i mean you may have thousands of things on your plate but the current moment is always perfect especially i have seen some days when i'm walking out in the nature it's so beautiful but if my mind is not with the nature i am gone it doesn't matter how beautiful it is outside i'm not in sync with it so you have Mm -hmm. have to bring myself in the present moment and say wait a minute this moment is perfect there's nothing nothing wrong or nothing bad about this moment at all it's just my head which is moving forward or um, thinking about what the other person is thinking or what that person said to me it could be anything i'm just giving you examples those things are never they're never resolved you know because it can't be so that's why it's futile you're wasting away energy and not living our best life so i think if you can merge everything because in my mind we have different dimensions we live or different um parts of us which we want to live and experience. And it's not, it's only one person. So even though we say we have to compartmentalize, I don't think we can because we are the same person. So when we do too much of compartmentalizing is when you get conflict. That means one part of the mind is fighting with the other, the other. So that's where we get fragmentation and we don't even know who we are. Um, So that's why we have to really live one authentic life, which is much easier and much simpler to live that way. And um, because I used to say, I don't know how they compartmentalize when they're perfect with it and the job. You know, some of these people who are like at the top level CEOs, but then the personal life is a mess. I said, how do you? How does that happen? I mean, I always wondered because if I live the way I want to live, just one way, it has to be overflowing in many different directions. You know, maybe temporarily. I'm not saying, but then it's just I think because we just think we can excel in one and not be another, I don't know, it's just fragmentation. I don't know how that happens. But if we could just live, like I said, that our, our full life from inside out, I think it makes it easier for us with less stress and with less conflict in in, in overall. So I think um, that's what we have. That's my concept about um, time and, you know, this differentiating between this psychological time, which is what we can do uh, more and more to live um, you know, a, a free life more than anything else. There's no full life. Everybody's living their full lives. They're all living their perfect lives. So not one life is not any better than the other at all. That's mm-hmm. why we're all we're all living our full lives no matter what our professions are because it, it's just um, everybody has is good at what they do. And that's why, like Irene said, oh, I I appreciate every single person. I said, if they didn't do their job, then I'm going to be a mess because they didn't do their job. So I like we all do, I'm sure here. We thank our people who come and take our, you know, garbage people, we just always thank them. Um, not just holiday time and if I see them coming along, you know, thank you so much for what you do. So things like that because it's true. Everybody's good at what they do. It's just because they're good at what they do. How can one job be any better or worse or whatever? We need every single person. And we know that already. And I'm sure like I said, we have a wonderful, enlightened group here. So I'm sure they all think, you all think the same. But it's good to reiterate and just kind of remind ourselves in any case. So, um, so I think that's just my perspective about um, this whole thing. But everybody's already so enlightened. So I've learned so much and a lot to reflect on and introspect on. But thank you so much for everybody coming on and staying and uh, for your comments on the chat as well as um you know being participative and i love this this group is such a nice amazing amazing wonderful group and really thank you for coming every sunday and making it happen
0: okay all right uh once again thank you very much dr Chaitanya kripalu for your fantastic guidance and comments and all uh i just want to have a couple of quick reminders for everyone that you know tomorrow evening is the meditation day With Dr. Chetna at six PM, we have Dr. Berman at seven PM on Wednesday. Thursday evening, we have our workbook group. People are working on the workbook, and I am in the process of modifying those. You know, the creating like one YouTube video that'll have everything in there. So, so we're gonna look into some other ways of doing it also, Uh, Mm. and um, and and then these dialogues will continue. You know, so so we are building Angel Wing one step at a time. There's a lot more to do, but I'll tell you one thing. This group is really, really extraordinary, you know, I mean, I have seen the evolution of each person's thinking and probing and comments and there is definitely a phenomenal type of progression that seems to be happening. It's, it's, it's quite fascinating and we're going to get more into it. We would like more people to be part of it, actually, you know, and, uh, and, and it's something that we do together, uh, the upliftment of humanity it happens with our upliftment um, and just one more thing I do want to mention Dr. Chetna is in the process of creating an audiobook on the three principles you know, self mastery personal transformation human upliftment what her perspective is on this so I'm in the process of assisting her getting those recordings done once they are done they will be available as an audiobook um, on the website and, and, and then as like several podcasts and as YouTube videos and then, and then we'll eventually create some physical books out of that, you know. But I think the best way to use that is to utilize those recordings in a highly interactive, uh, collaborative manner to, to probe those questions further. So I'm going to create PowerPoint slides and stuff like that. So that Thursday evening, we'll eventually be able to use that to to do to, to kind of go into those, those ideas from that audio book. So there's lots of ways of doing this. There's a lot of public relations work that still awaits us, which we haven't done yet, you know, and uh, we'll get there. But uh, once again, thank you all very much. Uh, if you, if anyone has any technical issue with anything, just just send me a text message. Everyone should have my number. I'll send it again if you want. And it's I the easiest know, way to get in time, touch with you.
1: What time is it on Thursday?
0: Thursday is 8 o'clock. 8
1: o'clock. 8 o'clock,
0: yeah, right? So okay. so if no one else has any more comments, uh, again, uh really really awesome session there's no question i think mia said she liked this session a lot so thank you mia for your uh chanted uh, comments there and and i just want to just say one more thing every comment everybody made is filled with phenomenal wisdom yes you know you don't need thirty thousand books in philosophy for wisdom Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't need Mm -hmm. you just we just we probe together and respectfully look at these questions, wisdom is already erupting from all of us. Amazing. That's a real miracle. I, you know, Chetana knows this. In my mind, I've been wanting to do this for the last 30 years, 20 years. This kind of thing. Could never do it in the form of psychotherapy. Couldn't do it in other formats because for various reasons, finally somehow circumstances brought us to be fi- to be able to finally do this. It's the most extraordinary thing. So lots of good wishes for everyone. And keep me in your prayers also. Give me your good wishes so I can have the wisdom to keep doing this work in the right way. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good night. See you tomorrow.
6: Good night. Bye. Good night. Good
3: night.